Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen, or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap. All right, I'm gonna do this now. The Wellness Breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're going to live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the Wellness Guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the Country Place, 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria. February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are going to support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine-chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating and helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Karen Tam. And last episode, or last, we, I guess last episode, on episode 110, we talked about how stress stole our Christmas or how to prevent that from ever happening. And obviously it's not Christmas just yet, but there's something that happens just out, just past Christmas. And that's a lot of people. And I'm sure a lot of people are talking about it. A lot of podcasts are going to be talking about it, a lot of videos and Facebook are talking about it, is how, how to fast. lose the weight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where we were going no. with all the food eating. Yeah. No. Well, okay. It, it, yeah. Possibly uh, it could be one thing, but weight I think loss, as but we're not doing weight loss. No, we're not because when you think about it's maybe the weight loss out of your head, right? I like that. Yeah. So yes. why is because we're so bogged down. It's 2016. People are bogged down by the, the year that they had. Yes. You've either had a good year, a great year, oh, sorry, a great year or, or a bad year or nothing. It was just a blah year. And what happens is that you, you know, with that energy, people, as they come to the end of the year, that we start to think about, hmm, how could I live it differently? Or this year's gone by so fast. I wish it was different. And we go through this basically every single year, right? The past, you know, 40 years of our lives and probably, every, you know, every year that move on from here. So the yeah. challenge what is, is the challenge is how, I think what happens is that people start to reflect around this time of year. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I think what started us on this conversation was a friend of ours yes. sent you a video and we've got a lot of people's names to mention today and I'm probably going to mess up his name, but it was Mathieu, which mm -hmm. I think is the French version of Matthew. Mathieu Bouglet, which is like my French. Or Buglet. Or Buglet. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know. Matty Buglet. So I apologize. He, he did a video that has over 8 million views, just to be yes. very clear. So it's, it's, an, it's a very empowering um 
movie or a video about listening to your life purpose. What is your life song? And as he says, the universe is one song. We all have one song. Great poet. Oh, uh, he, he was, was, he was fantastic. Like, we have one song. We have one stage. Are you going to pick up the microphone? And are you going to share your song with everybody? Mm. Um, and it was really, it's very, very powerful. Like he talks about, you know, that we're worried about the thieves that could steal from our houses. But really the thief you need to worry about is the thief in your head, which is doubt, which mm. stops you from doing things that you kind of think you could have done something or you wish you could have. But it's and it's starting to get into what Carol Dweck talks about is fixed and growth mindset. What's stopping us from moving forward? Okay. And I want to get into that. But I noticed at the beginning of this little video, somebody put, I quit my job. Mm. Or this video could make you quit your job. Or this video could make you quit yeah. your job. And I thought, that's interesting. Let's talk about that because... Mm. I've quit my job many times in careers. But when, I, I don't know if there's a safe way to quit your job. And I kind of want to talk about that because I think it's really easy to get excited and say, yeah. I'm passionate. I know what I want to do. I've watched this video. I'm quitting my job. Is that the safest way to branch into a new career, into a new, let, let's talk about some of those things as well as the different types of um, fixed and growth mindsets today. Yeah. I think that's very scary for a lot of people because I, I just actually literally just done an interview for the wellness woman and mm. we talked about something similar where they said, you know, we're oftentimes we're so excited about certain things and we quit or we just do things and we drop it. And do you mean they, they stop what they're doing to do something else or they get excited and do something and then lose momentum and don't follow through? I think at around this age of social media, yes. we are more attracted to what's the possibility of what we can do because we're watching everybody else around the world. Like if we think back 15 mm. years ago, right? We didn't really know what other people were doing other than maybe a picture that was sent to us on in mail or, or letter or an email. Um, if you go back 20 years, like you just kind of hear what people are doing, but you don't see it. So you don't have the visual component. You can just not only so imagine much in your face, right? Happening. What you see, what possibilities are through movies, maybe, you know, what's in the movies, but now like not only that, like, it's not about, uh, Leo DiCaprio doing something. It's, Actually, your friend, someone you grew up with is traveling in Hawaii. Well, it's, like, it's the, face, the Facebook movies are doing right now, isn't it? You watch your movies of your friends, their year for 2016. Yeah, the year <laughs> in review. It's like, oh my God, if they can do it, it's like, oh, well, what? Like, I'm why missing am I out. Here? Fear of missing I... out. FOMO. I've learned it's, it, Lawrence. FOMO. FOMO. You're catching yeah. up. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that we get this challenge, right, of the possibility. And this possibility now pulls us as individuals, because now we're challenged by, Hey, wouldn't it be great if we did that? And all of a sudden now you don't, you're never excited about your own life. You're kind of living that possibility of what other people's lives are. And what ends up happening, I find not even just, I mean, it's, it's more important. Uh, people think more about it now at the end of the year, because they're sort of preparing for next year. But it's, I think society in the last two or three years have, have been really growing into the swell. And I, I I'm scared for you know, for people because their people are quitting jobs or moving, you know, moving away from what they're currently doing to jump onto whatever the best thing is. So is that their passion? You're saying people are quitting jobs quickly to follow things follow that what they think is a passion what or what they think passion. is a purpose or what they think is, is better, yeah. but without actually seeing what's on the other side or what that person had to go through to develop that passion or what they have to sacrifice to get to that level. 
you know, mm. whatever that might be. It's interesting be. you're talking about that because if you look at people like Angie Hicks, um, it was Angie's list, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we talked about Southwest, was it South Delta? South Southwest, 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 Southwest Airlines. Airlines yeah. Yes. And then Dermalogique, yeah. which I think was Jane and get her name, Wirwand. Yeah. If you look at all of these people, Massive companies, by the way, just massive, so you might not know who companies. they are, but they're companies who have built, you know, billion dollar industries. Tons of money. Yeah. But when it's so interesting when you listen to their stories, because for all of these people, there is a common song or there's a common thread. And I'd, I'd have to say it's just that perseverance, mm-hmm. hard work. We're talking long hours for a lot of years, not making a lot of money. It's tenacity mm-hmm. to not give up. It's being in the right place at the right time and being able to recognize that you have an opportunity. And, and a bit of luck. And a bit of luck. Like if you look at, um, I was listening to a podcast where they were interviewing uh, the Airbnb um, founder. Yes. You know, it's a bit of luck being in the right place, the right time with the right technology um, to be able to create certain projects. And they all kind of, you know, meshed in. Um, I mean, he created a cereal company selling boxes of um, Barack Obama cereal versus John McCain cereal during the 2008 election. And for $40 a box, um, just by printing the boxes. Just I to mean, pay off some debt. To pay off credit, credit card, card debts, debts who that he, had. he was using to build Airbnb, right? Yeah. And now it's, you know, I can't, I mean, what kind of evaluated a, you know, $22 billion company or whatever it is. But all of these guys, Richard Branson did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, Elon Musk, all of them have borrowed money or had the tenacity, but also there's a bit of luck. And the challenge is what we forget is we, you know, you we, don't see that. You, you know, don't see that. You no. just see them as, wow, they made it. It was super easy for them. Like if I could just find a quick easy idea. I do it too, but you don't see or hear about the hours and the sweat and the obstacles and a lot of the failures and and a lot of the failures that they've had to go through and the learning from that. And the key is that you only see the, all the people who actually have success. You, what you don't see is all the people who failed. Yeah. Right, because you don't you don't hear about them, and so there's what we're trying to say is not to say don't follow your passion or not like don't do that, but I'm saying about all these people got to the level of success with a lot of sacrifice and tenacity, hard work, uh, unpaid work, voluntary work, lots of hours, and a bit of luck at the right place at the right time, and they created their passion over time, and that's one of the things that it takes time to develop, you know, you and I or anybody listening is that you know it's not an overnight success. There's no such thing as an overnight success. You know, everybody thinking like, oh, wow, like, where did he come from? Or where did she come from? Well, no, it probably took 20 years in the making to create that. And it's about not learning one skill. Like, I mean, for where I'm at, I would never have imagined, like when we first met 20 years ago, I would not have imagined where I am right now, 20 years ago. This is not even possible. Like, it can't even possible. Like, I knew I was going to be with you. (laughs) I'm glad Uh, that's still part of it. But... But I didn't know who I was going to become, who I was going to be. Um, I, I didn't, when I met you, I wasn't even studying chiropractic, for example. No. And through chiropractic, I'm like, oh, that's it. That's going to be a career for the rest of my life. And lo and behold, you know, 20 years later, I'm not a chiropractor. Like I am a chiropractor technically, yes. but I'm not in practice. And uh, as much as, I, you know, as a full-time practitioner. So, you know, there's so many different challenges. And I love to kind of share art because the more people love to hear is sort of they are challenges going through it. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you've had your challenges. Where are we right? going with this? Lawrence? No, no. I mean, think about like your challenges when we first moved here. Yes. You weren't enjoying your job. 
right? You, no, you, I, I retired. I, what, what age did I retire? Was I at 20? Technically? 26? I, re- I retired at 26? <laughs> well, I don't know if you retired. I think you might be coming out of retirement soon. Uh, <laughs> to help me my sugar daddy. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like you, you really didn't enjoy, you knew at the time you were moving from job to job and realized that you gave it all, your, you know, you gave it your best when you actually did it. But at the same time, you also knew that it wasn't your calling. Mm-hmm. And, but it doesn't, doesn't mean like you quit your job just like that. You actually stuck it through. And then each time you were just discovering, you took another job, but discovering what is the skill set? Is it right? Is it not right? You know, when we first came here, same thing. Like you, you went to chiropractic college for three years. I mean, you studied and I actually got a bachelor of science out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you discovered that that's not what you wanted, but it took you three years to kind of figure that out. Right. And I think that's what I'm trying to say is a lot of people forget the hard work and the tenacity that needs required. And sometimes you're going through what Seth Godin calls a cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac meaning that sometimes that road leads to nowhere in a way. And you have to just realize to quit, to stop and come back out and Mm -hmm. go to another road. And that's exactly what you did. Yeah. I think that's getting into the growth mindset and the fixed mindset Mm -hmm. that Carol Dweck talks about. And that um, for those of you who don't know, or just need a quick refresher, the fixed mindset is you're you pretty much think it comes easily. You think that if it doesn't automatically come to you really easily, then it's not something you should do and that you're worried about failure. And the reason is, is that you, you put your identity into what you do and what comes easily. And if you fail, that's a reflection on who you are as a person. So rather than look bad and be reflected upon poorly, you'd rather not do it and try. Whereas people with the growth mindset, they tend to look at things and say, failure is feedback. It gives them an opportunity to say, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? What do I need to do differently? And they continue to have that perseverance. And I'm not saying people are one or the other. We have aspects of both of these into our personalities. And I think being able to recognize in situations, if you're having difficulty or a situation to look at it and say, am I looking at this right now from a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? And to also reflect back on times where you've had challenges or difficulties and to feel those emotions, but then to look at it from a growth mindset and say, what did I learn from that? Or what can I learn from that now to do things differently? And I, and I think that's kind of what I'm, been doing and I continue to keep doing in trying different avenues and trying different things is just seeing what do I like? What don't I like? What ask, even if it's a job I don't like, maybe there's aspects to that job that really feed my passion and feed my soul and Mm. make me excited. And and so instead of thinking, well, that was another failure and that didn't get me where I wanted to be. It's, it's really looking at it in a critical way of saying, okay, what, what about it was good or what wasn't Mm. and using that as feedback to help with each step that you put forward in the direction that you're trying to go. Because I don't think we need to know it right away. Some, no. some people do. Well, the thing is that you don't have the certainty, especially in today's age, you know, you used to, you know, when I guess my parents age where you can kind of go, okay, well, the certainty is that once I have this job or once I have this career, that's going to be the career for the rest of our lives. You know, for us yeah. in our age group, um, you know, we're in our forties. So we grew up in the mid, uh, so we were born in the mid seventies. Um, the, 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 the aspect is usually you stay in a job for maybe three to five years or maybe even 10 years, right? And then you change job. So you have multiple con jobs. Whereas mm-hmm. the younger generations who are in their sort of 20s and 30s and millennials, they are, you know, barely staying in a job in more than a year. It's not like their fault. It's just that they are looking for changes and constant changes and get constant feedback. And so we, we're in a situation where in, in the world that we're trying more and more things. 
like you, for example, this right now is you're trying to do a podcast. Like, you know, you're not trying, but you're doing a podcast. You've been doing it for 11 episodes. So for Inside Champions Mind. And how are you feeling about it? Yeah, no, I like it. But then there are times when I'm like, oh, I don't have time to film an episode right now. Lawrence, I haven't done my hair. I have, (laughs) I'm not. Problems we have with the Champions (laughs) One household. I I can't think of anything to say, or I feel tired today, or I'm not well, or we're going on holiday tomorrow and I need to pack our suitcases, which actually is the scenario to sometimes feel like I just, I just don't feel it. I don't feel it right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard sometimes. And so when you have all those things going on in your head, but you know, we got to get an episode out, it it creates that challenge, but you know that that's what you committed yourself to doing. So you pick it up, you stepped it up, you did your hair and be basically here recording. Now, the thing is about how all that happens is that you never, most people don't see that. They don't see the challenge of actually the time it takes to kind of create a, an episode to talk about the things that we want to talk about. We don't just kind of whip it up and, you know, that's what you said to me. You said a lot of people get into these types of things. And then after, you know, five or six episodes or after a little bit, the shine wears off on it and they yeah. just kind of lose momentum and they think, oh, never mind, this is too hard. Or I'll just, I'll just leave it. Exactly. And they just give up and they don't have have that tenacity. And I know um, you're always saying to honor me. So I'll honor you on this one is that that's something that you don't do. You think, you know, if we've said you're going to do it, you see it through, you find a way to make it happen. And, you know, you persevere and do that. And I think that's what's, you know, made you successful in the avenues that you've gone into in life as well. But it's really easy just to think not tonight, I'll do it another day and to put things aside and days can pile up and then you've left it so long, it's hard to Hmm. Hard, hard to get that momentum back or to get back into it. But it's it's also getting the feedback. I know the um, the audience is listening. I know that that's why I've been anybody <laughs> who's been um, sending comments to us and, and sending messages on you, you know loving such a response. We really, I mean, honestly, we do appreciate it, and I send them to you because. And especially when she's at the beginning of this, yes. she needs that feedback. Right? She needs a feedback that, you know, things are going well and she, you know, people are actually enjoying it. I think, I think it's more than that. It's just like, does anybody hear these? Because sometimes I think, you know, we've, we've got other things to do with our time and we're in this room doing the recording. And I don't even know if anybody's listening or if anybody's watching these videos. Yes. Do we keep doing it? Do we, you know, so, and, and luckily on the few times that I've kind of had those inklings of a thought in my head, just at the right moment, we talk about synchronicity, someone will send through a message yeah. or a note and you just think, oh, just, well, at least one person was listening or it made a difference to them or it made them laugh or, it, you know, exactly. and it, it makes it worth it. It doesn't have to be about hundreds of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people to listen. We just need to, to like, it's a having the confirmation of one person's life yes. is being changed or someone's listening to this is getting um, some sort of change in themselves or transformation that it can help them with their family or enjoy enjoy just listening that helps us, you know, or that helps us to kind of continue to do it. And we've been doing, I mean, I've been doing this for five and a half years in terms of the podcasting world. And I love Inside Champions Minds. It's something because I, you know, love studying, I love learning and constantly um, striving to get better because I want to get better. I know that if I do this for six years, seven years or 10 years, I'm just going to get better and better at it. But it takes Mm -hmm. me time to kind of create that. And that's just going back to the purpose, right? Finding the purpose and whether you should quit your job or not. This is what they... Um, and I remember talking about this with, with Marcus a long time ago was that I remember getting an email saying from someone, it goes, 
Thank you for doing Inside Champions Point. I love it. I love, I love it. Um, I just quit my job today. And, and, <laughs> and, I, like, and I was like, well, yeah, wait a second. I didn't say on. quit your job here. <laughs> you know? and, Slow down. and so there's that power, not a power, but that there's that, um, you know, the power of your words can actually influence someone's life and decision. Yes. And what we're su- suggesting is that, yeah, maybe it is time for you to kind of go, yep. you need, you're on the border. You're trying to decide whether you should quit your job. And it is the right time for some people. But for some people, it's like, oh, I don't like this job. I'm moving on. And you jump from one job to another to another. That is not necessarily what we're trying to say. Because for those people that are doing that, I think it's really important that you don't, you got to think about all the consequences. And we talked about this before, that every decision you make has a consequence. Every decision you make has a good and a bad. But oftentimes when we're making goals and and, uh, we're trying to create um, dreams, we only see the good. We only see what uh, the good possibilities or outcomes are, but we never see all the sacrifice and the consequences that you would actually have to make when you make that decision. You have to see both sides. You have to be open to it. You have to be self-aware to know that every decision you make has good and bad and then evaluate it from that perspective. Do you have the support network? Can you financially manage to do it and quit your job and do something else? I think you, it's so easy to get caught up in the momentum and the emotion, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. I love it. But yeah, you have to sit back and take a few seconds, pause, think about it. Is there a better way you can transition into doing what you want to do and to find that passion so that you're successful? Because that would be horrible if it would have been something you would have been so successful at, but you, you jumped into it too quickly and you had to bail. And then you took that as feedback that you weren't meant to do that. Mm. And you never did it again. And maybe you were. It's just, you didn't have the right people surrounding you or the right steps to help you have got that to make it most successful. Yeah. Well, Cal Newport, there's this, this new a book he I read this year, something is called, uh, be so good that they can't ignore you. And he talked about passion and he talked about how passion is not something you find. It's something you develop and it's a really, um, different way of looking at things. He said, most people develop their passion because they've done something for so long and they find passion in it. Not that necessarily they found passion and then they go and do it. Yes. That's really rare to find. Most people do a job for so long and they find the passion, develop passion over time. Sort of similar to you in podcasting. I remember the first few episodes, like you're like, I'm actually loving this. And then for the first time, she's actually listening to podcasts and you're listening to a lot of different podcasts and you're developing that. So that's like that development. Sure. It's early days still, but you're learning to kind of like, there's something here. And so you're going to go chase it. You're going to go after it a little bit and see if it resonates with you. You know, who knows? We don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't, I can't predict the future. You can't predict the future, but you're giving it a go. And that's the key because there's a massive learning curve that you have to do when you try to transition to something new. And that's what most people don't forget to do. They quit or move on from an old thing and they jump into a new thing, forgetting that this learning curve could take months, could take years to get to a a level where you can actually create enough financial income or some success with that particular career or that thing. And they've just sacrificed, you know, one or two years to get to that level where you could have been doing the other thing, find other times to develop enough learning curve so that you can at least match it. So for me, when I was in practice, you, you, I mean, you kind of saw it side by side. I'm glad I had your support, but for many years I was what, when you went to bed, I was on a computer learning something or doing something. And I, you know, one of the things we did was coaching. For example, I did coaching and practice at the same time for quite, for at least a year before I decided to go, Hey, maybe I just need to take a bit of break off the practice. So I can focus on the coaching side of yeah. things. And we did these podcasts on Sunday nights, cut into family time, right? 
But we did it, just continue doing it. And we had the success of the wellness guys and the wellness couch and also inside Champions Mind simply because we sacrificed those times. And there was many times, right, when you said to us, why are you doing it? Like what, you know, why are you doing it? There's is even anybody listening. And we, we went through that every single one of us, like guys. Um, and we have those negativity, not negativity, but those thoughts and those voices in our side of our heads trying to question, like, should we continue or should we not? That's what we got to be able to ride through. And I know that just deep inside, there's something there that I have to pursue and just keep going and see who's what, what's possible. And I still don't see what uh, the wellness couch is going to bring in a few years, mm. but I believe that there's something there that we can make it. Be. Do you do goal planning? You know how people say you should, cause it's coming up to the end of the year. You should plan your next five years. You should plan. Cause I know what my answer to that is, but I'm just <laughs> wondering to you. To me. Uh, no, I can't foresee uh, my yeah. next year. So in the, in the past, I mean, I struggled to come up with the next three-year plan, um, let alone a one-year plan. But I think because of technology and because things are changing so fast in our lives, I don't, I can't even foresee what the next year is going to be like. Uh, I kind of planned out what the year is going to look like. Mm. However, I know something's going to jump up, which I just got a what a call a couple three days ago a yeah. uh, message in, online that could change a you know a totally different direction for me um and who knows so i'm planning more like 90 days <laughs> like three months you? and and trying to figure out okay well this is my next nine days and what this is what's going to look like and then from there we adapt mm. accordingly calibrate and then look at the next 90 days i think that. to me that's almost a bit better because it's baby sets it, baby steps it makes it small achievable goals mm -hmm. that you actually feel like you're moving forward you get that feedback which is so important like mm -hmm. yes i I accomplished this and this and this, and I'm moving in the right direction, but it gives you that ability to be flexible. That yes. if things change, you then change your next pivot. 90 days, you pivot. Yeah. That's kind of like a basketball term, isn't it? Pivot. Yeah. <laughs> you and your sports. Um, yeah, you pivot and then you keep moving. And um, like, I think of it like sailing, you keep tacking and changing the direction you're going, but you're still moving forward. Yeah. So I think there has to be some sort of vision that draws you. You know, that yes. holds you and not to say that I have no vision for my life, right? There. You know what? I've never, like you, a long time ago, used to say, we have to sit here and do our five-year goals. And I used, used to, to say, to, oh, it. I didn't do them. I was, I no, I couldn't, I couldn't foresee what this world was going to be like mm -hmm. in five years to know even where I would be in five years. And I just, I, th I think there's been a big movement kind of away from that. And as we're getting into New Year's resolutions and things like that as well, if that works for you, great, do it. I think, I think if you did kind of have an idea of kind of where you want to get going into, but maybe you don't, like, I know I probably still don't wow. really know where I'm going. And so I kind of like to have many directions and keep working and then adjusting and going from there. I think, uh, well, I'll, I'll disagree with that. Okay, um, so sure. That, do that. So that we can actually have, have a bit fight. of culture and have a fight. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I, I do disagree with is that I think doesn't mean that just because you can't see it or don't have um, the opportunity to look at what, what's going to bring in because so many changes. I agree with that. I agree that it's very hard. It's very difficult for me, but this means you shouldn't ask the question. Oh, I didn't say you shouldn't ask the question, but I think it's hard to know where you want to go if, if you can't see who you are in five years or mm -hmm. you just don't really know what your purpose or your direction is and to say, okay, in five years, it's too, it's too big a thing for you to wrap your mind yep. around if you don't know. Yes, what I agree. your purpose is or the direction. So then I'd say scale it back, mm -hmm. scale it to less than one year. And, and could you figure out the steps you need to do in that? Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. When That's when you don't know, say it again. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right, right Karen. Yes, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, she needs certainty. That's I what do. happens. Uh, there, there is that truth. That there is a truth that you do need to. If you don't know, it is best to kind of scale it back a little bit and 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 ride with the flow of life. But I really think that the the danger side of that is that people stop questioning it or they stop asking that question. And I think it's very important to ask that question. I haven't figured it out. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do in three years time, but I know that it feels right for me in the direction I'm moving now. At the moment, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction. I feel like the boat that I'm on, you know, is guiding me at least down the right river for now. Who knows? Like I might need to go. <laughs> could be Niagara Falls at the end. <laughs> could be Niagara Falls at the <laughs> end. Going over. And I might need to jump out and switch direction. But I got to be okay with that. I've done that so many times. You know we've how done, to swim. We, yeah. we, we've done this many times. We've pivoted very uh, a lot, especially in the last yes, few years. Yeah. And uh, some people for that can be very, very challenging. But I think the more I pivot, the more I think the easier that it gets to do and not to be afraid to take those chances. However, just to be very, very clear, they're very calculated chance like you know decisions it wasn't just like off the whim like oh, flip a coin yeah like flip a coin let's go let's move to sydney or you know like let's flip a coin and just go you know let's just you know sell my practice and stuff it, it, it had a lot of discussions around it that you know we don't talk about that you know publicly because it's really boring for everybody else to listen to but it's something that we need to kind of um the decision didn't come um easily it took mm. time and that's the thing with decisions with life or purpose or passion or whatever you want to call it passion is comes to the root word of you know sacrifice and, and and passion is about you know going through pain you know going through the tenacity willingness to continue on that journey even on the hard times developing that purpose can be very very difficult and rather than trying to go find your purpose is to look at doing something great within your life. Every single one of you or everybody listening or watching this has done something in their life repeatedly and has great and, and they're skillful at it. How can you do more of that, right? Things that make you happy, but doesn't don't get caught up in the job or the title, but what do you do in that job that makes you happy? That's the key. So for me as a chiropractor, it wasn't, yeah, sure. I had skills in adjusting, you know, patients and, you know, taking care of clients, but the skill wasn't my, my passion. This wasn't necessarily in the adjusting. I just saw I, what I loved was the connection that I made with, with clients and the ability to listen. And then you mentioned that many mm. times is the ability to be able to help people shift their mindsets and their adjustment. It was almost like adjusting in their brain between the years. That's the stuff that I love. And when I sort of grow into that, I start to realize that I, I could have done that as an accountant or I could have done that as a, you know, um, maybe a, a, med a medical doctor, for example, it doesn't really matter. The, the title didn't matter. It's what my skill set that I developed over time or podcaster, mm -hmm. right? That's the challenge is that how do you translate your skill into other areas and don't be confined by your job title because I'm not a chiropractor. I am Lawrence Tam who happens to have been a chiropractor. Who, mm -hmm. I'm Lawrence Tam who happens to be a, uh, a podcaster, who happens to be a coach or who happens to be an entrepreneur. All of those things are just titles, but I happen to bring that skill in all of those areas as much as I can. And, and for me, it's about developing those skills uh, even better each and every single time. Well, I think we had one of our listeners um, did ask you, and I'm not going to put you on the spot right now, but we'll maybe do this for another episode, is that what types of books we read or you read, what types of podcasts that we find that help 
I think the podcast and reading the books are really good, um, and especially for people like me who aren't really sure still what you want to do, what your purpose is, is by listening to other people's life stories, by listening to other people who've done amazing things or have amazing thoughts, it gets your mind thinking. And that's, that's fantastic because then you suddenly start getting ideas popping into your head. And what if I could do that? Or it starts you on that process of questioning yourself on reflecting with yourself. Cause it's really hard just to sit down with a diary and reflect, mm. just like go start reflecting. Yeah. I find that hard. Other people maybe can do that. So like for people like me, I enjoy listening to these types of things because they then are a pathway for me to be able to reflect and to think and then to start gauging which direction I want to go in. Um, but I won't put you on the spot today, but maybe on our next podcast, we could maybe talk about some of the podcasts that we find are really great that we're enjoying right now, some of the books that we're reading. And I think that's helpful going into the new year as well, especially if you don't know which way you want to go or you just want to further add some information to your arsenal. It's um, some some good guidance. And some yeah. So I think, you know, to kind of finish that up um, to help you is that pick books that inspire you pick because what our books might inspire me definitely doesn't inspire you necessarily. No, all yours the time. are always sports ones and then no, you don't want to read Twilight. Sports. And then, <laughs> I do. Sports. I want the romance, but you're not getting much self-learning in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's maybe relationship, connection, <laughs> communication, maybe stick with one guy instead of two. Um, you know, <laughs> um, no, I think there's definitely tons of books that are out there and it'll be very important for you to, to you know i think there's a lot of books out the context i, I believe to, to pick podcast is give it a go give it a try listen to a couple podcasts that's what i recommend for you just listen to podcasts and some of them i love you just go i don't like that god the way that person interviews or we i don't like the guest, different tastes which yes. is fine and i think yeah. that that's what's important is that that's why i hate to give recommendations to books all the time is because that's what i like doesn't mean someone else loves it yeah. but very importantly is to pick books that that resonates with you and what you want to learn uh, the mm -hmm. best idea is you know when you go to uh when you go online uh, go to say Amazon or something like a, a big open market or when you go to a magazine store um, or the bookstore, what section do you tend to see to go to? Right? That gives you a clue of what your actual interests or what your values are. I, I'm always in the young adult section. Right? This isn't really helping me. You're, I don't have much hope then to, I'm in the young adult. Slowly changing. I'm in children's books. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for, for majority of you, that, besides Karen, uh, I'm sure there will be tons of books. But we, we'll get into it. I'll definitely do a post uh, later on inside Jimmy's Modern Facebook page. I'll take a screenshot of all the books that I've read this year. And uh, hopefully you'll find some inspiration on each one. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Hope that helps you ask the question. I'll leave you with this. Uh, all the things we talked about, I'll leave you with one question. What I would love for you to do to think about your new year is to, you know, what makes you happy? You know, what's the one thing that you could be doing that will make you happier next in 2017? Now, more importantly, don't have the context of necessarily a job. I know we've kind of been talking about career. It doesn't jobs. have to be financial. It doesn't have to be financial. Just go after something that you love to do. And, um, and don't worry about the money for a second. Like just, just do that thing at least as part of your goal, like as one of your goals, and then maybe just pursue it and see where it develops. I mean, if it's like learning piano, go learn piano and see where it takes you. You might develop some creativity around, you know, yourself and your brain that allows you to have a better business just because you learn piano. Like who knows? Mm. My, 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 my thinking is about just go pursue something that you, that will make you happy. And, and for the next three months and give it a shot, you, you never know where it's going to take you. So I hope you do that question, reflect upon it and ask that question and really spend some time listening to the voice inside your head. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good. good. All right, guys. This is Inside the Champion's Mind, and we're your hosts, Lawrence and Karen, and a show that's dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world class in life, love, and legacy. Until next episode. I think it'll be is it Christmas before time. the end of the year, isn't it? We get one more in before the end of the year. I'm not sure, but whatever it is, I just we just want to wish you guys a happy holidays and uh, also a happy new year to you and your family. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. <laughs> Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.